Brought to you by Fruitnet Media, this is Fruitbox. Hello and welcome to Fruitbox, Fruitnet's series of conversations about the fresh fruit and vegetable business with me, Chris White. Every week I talk down the line from here in London with people from across the world of fresh produce about some of the biggest issues they face today. I want these 15-minute conversations, which we broadcast once a week, to give you the best insight into how to do better business in fresh fruits and vegetables. Over the last few weeks, the conversation here on Fruitbox has all been about data. And today, I'd like to conclude this little series on the subject by looking at things from the perspective of a food retailer. After all, you could argue that it's the supermarkets that have been driving the demand for, for more data from the rest of the supply chain. It seems to me it started a few years ago when food safety certification started, and the requirement for information has kind of increased ever since. So where are we today and where might we be going next? To discuss these issues, I'm very pleased to be joined down the line by Mike Corbett, who's the technical manager salads at Tesco, the largest supermarket chain here in Britain. Mike, welcome to Fruitbox. Good afternoon, Chris. Nice to be here. Thank you. Now, before you joined Tesco, Mike, in, in 2015, you were Group Technical Director of Company Fruitier here in the UK, and you've been on the technical side at a number of other fresh produce businesses in your entire career. So, so am I right? It, it was that requirement for food safety certification that was behind this growth in information throughout the supply chain? Yes, exactly. I mean, uh, it- I've been in the fresh produce industry for, well, all my career, um, 30 years, and that's um, when I first moved down to Cambridge. And uh, the, the demand for more, more data and insight um, has, has steadily risen throughout, throughout that time. I mean, you know, I started off at the NIAB, National Institute of Agricultural Botany, and that essentially is, is recording data. You know, you're recording, uh, we've been recording vegetable varieties, leaf size, height, um, uh, spread and it was all this data that was that was then used to to further develop other other new varieties and, and that's and that's continued through throughout my career then I then joined Sainsbury's um, had six very good years there and then then into the supply base and and there's been a constant demand to be updated with data and and through to my uh, current position at, at Tesco but the the as it were the the collection of this data, and the holding of this data, that, uh, is it fair to say that that's grown to become even more important or more significant in terms of its volume as well because of certification of food safety? Or am I just mixing the two things up there and there, there is no real relevance between the two? I wouldn't say there's a, there's a connection between the two. I mean, obviously, food safety has been uh, hugely significant and, and, and the drive for even more... Uh, safe legal products uh, as we as we all we all become under, come under pressure from from consumers to 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 guarantee not only the safety but the um, the traceability of product. So I, I wouldn't say that's actually data. I think the two things are, are quite separate. Mm. But then then um, you mentioned consumers and and consumers these days are aware of you know, many different things like, you know, the they want to know about, as it were, the ethical elements of what they're buying. They want to know about its sustainability. And you as retailers, therefore, have to collect 
well, you, you have to make sure that you're certified, that, that your suppliers rather fit your certifications on all of these things. So therefore, that's a whole new pool of, of data, of information that you've got to collect. Is that right? Yes, that's exactly right. But they, the, the, the things are quite separate. I mean, yes, ethical stance and, and, and ethical data and ethical um, uh, credibility is, is, is hugely important. And there's an awful lot of... Um, ways and means of, of capturing that data and, and demonstrating to consumers that we we are being ethical we are being we are trying to be sustainable we are trying to uh be traceable you know we we do care about provenance and all that there is a lot an awful lot of data that that's gathered to, to try to demonstrate that um so yes that i mean if you i see that separate from food safety but at the same time there's a huge amount of data that has to be captured and to, to order, in order to demonstrate our credentials. I guess what I meant was that, you know, it started uh, really with focusing on the safety of the food that, that we, were, we were eating and we were therefore buying from, from retailers. And that's now expanded into not only concern about whether the food is safe to eat, but, but consumers are concerned about whether, you know, it comes from an ethical supplier, whether the supply chain is sustainable and, and, you know, whatever these things mean for each and every consumer, which can to a certain extent be different. There are some consumers who are very deeply interested in it and very deeply concerned about it. Other consumers who are, you know, don't, don't care a jot about, about this, but you nonetheless, as a retailer have to collect all of this information, use all of this information. And at the end of the day, I guess, um, what I'm interested to know, and this is what the, the the subject of this these few conversations have been about, there's a wealth of data that is being produced through the supply chain, and uh, you know that the, there is this old saying of paralysis through analysis that you can have so much data that you kind of almost don't know what decision to take. Um, I, I'm I'm sure that's not the problem at at, a, at a, a major retailer like Tesco, what I'm kind of interested to know is the extent to which, um, uh, how, how do you manage all this data, you know, that you've got coming in? It used to be presumably on, you know, in files that you would store uh, on a shelf. Today, it's all on, a, on, on the web, presumably. It's all at your fingertips uh, through a computer, through your mobile phone. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, we've, there is a huge amount that that is, that is saved, and a lot of it is web-based. We use a lot of web-based platforms. Yes, but you know, we we listen to customers, and they tell us that they they tell us the things that they care about, and then we have to we 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 want to demonstrate that we are we we care about the same the same issues, the same subject, be it ethical, be it sustainability, be it climate change, be it uh, provenance, and all that all that we do gather, and a lot of it is is web-based, and yes. From, from the outside or, or to a producer, it might mean it might seem that we're continually demanding more information uh, and, and greater access. But you know, we're, we're building up these pictures to to help customers understand that we are we are trying to do the right thing by them. So yes, there's there's a, a huge amount that, that is that is collated, and we're we're constantly um, being challenged ourselves. And, and therefore, yes, it, it can be quite challenging to to suppliers and producers when they they may say, "Oh, you know, it's it's another it's another audit, it's another check." But there's reasons for that. You know, it's it's things that customers care about. Be it be it leaf linking environment farming, be it red tractor. You know, these are these are 
these are um, these are things that customers do understand and want to know more about. These are certificate. Leaf and Red Tractor are both certification systems here that operate pertain here in the the UK, of course. That's right. Correct. Yeah. Now, yeah. and 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 as you've said, I mean, a lot of this uh, demand on your suppliers is actually because of my demands as a consumer that I'm concerned about this as a consumer, and you as a retailer have to have shown, you know, to a certain extent, your due diligence, making sure that all of those concerns I might have um, are being paid attention to by yourselves. Now, the consumer kind of is becoming more and more interested in the food that they buy and where it comes from and so on. And I think um, it's fair to assume that this is this kind of heightened interest in food has happened through the pandemic. Uh, the heightened interest, I guess, in in food is also something that's that, that's part and parcel of this debate about climate change, about where does my how far has my food travelled, is the food I'm buying kind of having a detrimental effect on the environment and so on. Um, now, uh, uh, they want consumers want to know more about the quality of the food they're buying and where it's come from. That means for you guys that you've you've got to also make sure that you're up to speed from the supply chain as a whole about all of these various issues. I, I see that right, do I? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But you know, we've always uh, we've always had uh, systems of, of audits of um, which which gather information and demonstrate not only, only to us uh, as the customer, but to the to the to the consumer that we take these these things seriously and we take food safety seriously, we take legality safety seriously. And and this is all this is all aimed at, at reassuring the customer that we're doing the right thing by them. You know, we're as it, we're a responsible retailer, and we will do the right thing by them. And yes, it, it may seem an onerous task, but it's to give customers the confidence in the safety and integrity of our products. Mm. Now I know that, and and you you will hear this from suppliers as well, I'm sure. But the, the suppliers tend to in my experience, focus on two issues that, you know, are kind of things that bug them. And they, they're to do firstly with the issue about harmonization of standards that, you know, the standards that Tesco might have are perhaps slightly different to the standards that other retailers, competitor retailers might have. And, and this applies in not just in the UK, but in countries all over the world that, uh, uh, that there is this kind of differentiation in standards. And I guess the second one relates to cost about who pays for all of this. Do you think that this um, growing trend to digitalization, that, that as it were, information um, and the production of that information becomes more immediate because of computerization, because of digitalization, will mean that you can, as it were, there's going to be a trend towards harmonization of standards and actually that those costs that we've, uh, that have been a burden for so long in the supply chain will will start to reduce because as it were we find systems that that manage the information much more easily and much more cost effectively um yeah one would hope so as 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 it becomes more cost effective to gather and, and hold data one would hope so but in terms of harmonization you know i think we have we we in in the recent past we have we've combined um the standard global gap audit, which is no, which is known internationally um, for all producers across the world, and most major retailers um, would would have that as a minimum standard. We we all, we used to run um, uh, a Tesco standard alongside, but then we decided we would harmonise with global gap 
and just have what we call a bolt-on for our own Tesco nurture, which is bolted onto the onto the end of the global gap audit, save save the duplication of of the previous uh, two two systems. So we have harmonised in that way, and obviously brought the cost down because the bolt-on is 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 a very small cost compared to a full audit. So most producers are going for global gap anyway, uh, certainly to, to supply um, the UK and. To supply Tesco, it's just this extra bolt-on, which is mm. which is five or six questions mm. that are, that are more pertinent to what we as Tesco are are, are interested in. They're actually around around pesticide use, which is um, a key and important factor for us and our customers. Mm. So there is there has been harmonisation, and that in 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 itself reduces cost. Well, my my five or six questions are are, are up, uh, and our fifteen minutes are up. I'm afraid that's all we've got time for today on Fruitbox. I was joined down the line by Mike Corbett, the technical manager of salads at Tesco. Mike, thanks so much for coming on Fruitbox today. It's a pleasure, Chris. Thank you very much. Um, You can find today's conversation with Mike and the many others I'm having here on Fruitbox on our website, fruitnet.com. As you know, I share every episode of Fruitbox on my profile on LinkedIn. So do connect with me on there. Please post any comments you have on what you hear and feel free to reshare my post with your followers too. Uh, And don't forget to let me know what issues you want to hear discussed here on Fruitbox. Stay tuned and continue to make Fruitbox your regular weekly listen. That was Fruitbox, and this is Chris White. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. To sponsor a future episode, please email advertising at fruitnet.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Fruitnet Live. And don't forget you can keep up to date with all the latest fresh produce industry news at fruitnet.com.